Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Very warm welcome to the live lounge. We are back on a Monday Phil Bars joined by Jala Thetan and Jack Gobby Garwood, and we're going to talk absolute nonsense for the next few hours. Gentlemen, how are we? Uh, are you sure this is the live um, lounge? After that intro. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? I mean, it's not the same I'm glad as we're going to do what we normally do. I'm glad we're going to do what we normally do and talk nonsense, Phil, but one thing I forgot to is what are we actually talking about <laughs> <laughs> you obviously didn't read the um, you obviously didn't read the YouTube bio. It's all, all information was no, there. Normally, was no normally I just get it from normally I get it from the tweet you tag us in at ten a.m. But obviously we're on the final day of the social media blackout, so I actually don't know. <laughs> to be fair, there's actually quite a lot, genuinely quite a lot to talk about from the last week of darts. More importantly than that, more than anything, we've got ourselves. The Premier League fixtures are out, obviously, which I'm sure we will discuss as we look ahead, because we've got nights 10, 11 and 12 coming up. And more importantly, everybody, we will be having fans back at the Premier League. The final five nights of the Premier League will be involved. Fans can't wait. We will come on to that shortly, but that is a huge, huge plus point. And it's probably made the weekend. But, Gob, just so you know, we're going to do a Premier League review. I'm sorry, preview of the next um, block. Block number three, as we're calling it. I don't know what the PDC are calling it, but we're calling it block three. Um, yeah. Then yeah. fans are back. Probably, probably judgment night again, if we know the PDC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then two more Super Series, some chat about that. Chat about the roads to the match play. And then question time as it is. But I should imagine there's plenty of discussion here. But the news broke, and it was damn good news, gentlemen, that fans will be back. And in the chat room, let us know how excited you are to be back 
at events. I'm so, excited. I'm so excited. Genuinely, I cannot be more excited. I mean, look, who if, also in the chat room, um, I want a quick question. Who is actually going to go and get tickets on Wednesday and Thursday if they're available? I don't know if they will be, but who's going to get tickets on Wednesday to Premier League? Because I will be, and I know a few people from Online Darts will be there across the week as well. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to see you at some stage uh, over the week. I'm so excited. I've already booked my hotel it's going to be lovely. Uh, it's, it's so nice booking apartments and hotels again for, for darts, Philip. I can't, I'm genuinely buzzing. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've stayed at the same place as you guys are in Blackpool for seven, eight years. Um, and the, the guy mm. that owns it where I stay is also called Phil. And I just got the standard message. Don't worry, pal. Room is there. It's one of those terms where I don't have to ring up and book anymore. It's so nice to to get to that point again where it's it's just unbelievable. Um, we'll come on to I'm more of that in a second. Also, also, I just want to say, just, just very, very quickly, Philip, and I do apologize, Jack Gobby Garwood, have you had a haircut? I've joined the post-lockdown trim club. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> Lovely to see. Good man. Oh, that definitely would have been pretty good on Twitter once again today, but yeah, yeah, feeling much better now, thank you. <laughs> Good. Um, well, glad we just want to say hi to everyone in the chat room, all the usual suspects. Uh, Jack, Andrew, Curtis, Missy, Jonathan, um, pre loads in there. You're all in there. Sorry if I've missed anyone. Elegmatic Joker is in there. Jeff, Kieran, Ollie, all good. Remember, come and say hi in the chat room, guys, and do us a favour. Those that aren't taking part in the blackout if you can share the links for us because we are staying true we are not going to self-publicize the live lands this week um because there is still four hours left of the blackout so we are sticking to the principles and it's been great to see everyone else sticking to it as well um so if you could do that for us much appreciated but first of all gentlemen there it is. Uh, thanks, Lou. Thanks, Jimmy. I don't know which one made it. <laughs> so, um, is there any spelling mistakes? But, we'll know. Poor Josh. Um, but it is it is back. Fans are back. Um, we've got an interview with Matt Porter coming out tomorrow morning. Uh, and when I did it with him, I said, oh, can you give us any good news on the Premier League? And he said, when's this going out? I said, if you're going to give us something, I can hold it to whatever you want. Um, so, obviously, <laughs> the, the, the news came out a couple of hours or an hour or so later. But uh, Matt gives us some really nice chat on the Premier League and fans returning and everything like that. So, that'll be out tomorrow morning. Um, it's always good to, to talk to Matt, guys. There aren't many other sporting organisations in the world where we can go straight up to the, the CEO and he can be as honest with us as he is. I, I just love the access that you can get in darts. It is what attracts us to doing what we do. Um, like, he's learned from Barry. He's learned from the absolute best. And Barry likes to give away a few more sound bites than Matt does, perhaps. But at the same time, Matt will tell us 100% how it is. If something isn't happening or something is being worked on, take him at his word because he, he means it. He ain't hiding anything from anybody. He genuinely wants to give everybody 
as much information as possible every time he can. But if something isn't ready yet, he's not going to sit there and promise you the world in case they can't deliver and everybody gets disappointed. I think he's absolutely perfect for what he does. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's just great to, to have him there. But moving forward, before we get excited, gentlemen, before we get to that point, there are three nights in Milton Keynes this week. Block number three of four in the Premier League. And the fixtures have been released. Um, I'm picking holes here now. In any other sport, if I'm a player, and I know Stevie Gerrard made a massive point in, this, in 05, Gob, about not touching the trophy on the way past, is Dimitri tempting fate with that picture? Or am I looking too deeply at this? No, I'm one of them, mate. I'm 100% for you. Never, ever go touching that trophy. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's a rule for anybody. And also, as well, this is for the Buchanan Report, who talks about me being the wind tunnel guy. Ah, yeah. Uh, Also in the US, (laughs) but also in Canada. I know we've got viewers over in Canada, right? That the Stanley Cup, uh, is the true trophy of sport, and you don't touch the, print, the the other two trophies that you could potentially win in ice hockey, depending on what conference you're in, until you get to the chance of the cup. You don't touch the Stanley Cup until you win it. I am totally with you, Barzi. Do not touch that yeah. Premier League trophy until you get your hands on it. Because I have said for weeks, well, I say for weeks, for the last nights, it feels weeks, but it's nights, that Dimitri Vandenberg is a Premier League champion in waiting. Absolutely gone now because of that photo. Absolutely gone. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not a fan. However, we move forward to night number 10. I would say after judgment night, but we got they soon got rid of that because it wasn't there was nothing <laughs> to judge. But night number 10, the, the fixtures come out. Um, we'll look through all three nights because there's only there's only two we can pick out where we think. Dimitri Vandenberg against Michael Van Gerwen on opening night is an interesting one. I know we're going to talk about all three nights one by one, but can I just start by saying things I was preempting before this block of fixtures come out are one player in particular's absolute worst nightmare. And it's and it's Michael Van Gerwen. Dimitri to start, then Johnny Clayton, then James Wade is an absolute horror show for Van Gerwen if he's going to turn up in the same form that he played the Pro Tour with, if he's going to turn up in the same form that he played the Phase 1 with. He does not want it. I've spoken before about him being fortunate to be on the number of points he's got. And yes, it's sport. Yes, you have to beat what's in front of you. But to play those three players now, coming back into this, is not what Michael Van Gerwen would have wanted to see when these fixtures first came out. You say that, but here's the thing. You look at it and say, you can look at it like in that prism and say, okay, he's got Dimitri and he's got Clayton and then he's got Wadey. After that, he's got Aspinall. Okay. You've then got Gary, D'Souza and then Snakey to end your Premier League. If you could want a better, I don't think you can get a much better run at the moment than those three, in particular Gando, Jose, because you don't know what Jose is going to turn up. And then you've got Snakey. If Michael Van Gerwen picks up four points this week, I unfortunately have to agree with Phil Bars when he says he'll finish top. Because I can't see how he drops more than two points at the moment with the, with, the, with the form that everybody's in. I can't see how he drops more than two points off the back of this off the in the final week of the prep. So if he so if he picks up four points against Jimmy, Clayton, 
and Wade, I can't see how he doesn't finish top because he's he's got through the tough bits to start with. It's a big if, but the form he's carried, the way he's played the first block of this Premier League, two of the matchups do not suit him at all. Dimitri will want one better. Wadey just seems to have MVG's number in the Premier League. The last time they played, Wadey was unbeaten against him as well. Yep. Four, time, four games okay, in a row. Johnny, Johnny is playing a lot different to the way he started this Premier League. He started the year. He's dipped a bit. But if he comes back out, all guns blazing as well. Obviously, this is sport. Obviously, these are big ifs. But if he doesn't pick up a point in these three games, which is just as possible as in picking up four points, he's struggling yep. to make that final four. Because getting dragged into it in the form that he's in, that, don't get me wrong, that final run, as you just said, is, is pretty nice in the way that the players are playing. Don't really agree with Jose. You're not really sure which Jose is going to turn. Jose is going to turn up and score like an absolute machine. It's just if you could live with him yes, and put but- him under enough pressure. No, it's not that. It's it's it all depends on his doubling. That's 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 the god's honest truth. But you've got Gando, who at the moment just doesn't look himself. You've got Snakey, who we don't know what darts he's going to play with. Although he admits himself that he's got to start not pissing about with them. And Jose, if he can double as well as he can score, then he could easily finish in the top four. But I, for me, PB, if we will know where Michael Van Gerwen will be finishing in this Premier League after these three nights. Because if he can, if he doesn't pick up any points, I can't see him making the top four. If he picks up four points or five or six, he finishes top for me. Middle of the pack, anywhere in the top four, I think is probably the best way of putting it. Just out of interest, if, if he gets four points, do I get apology when you call my prediction ridiculous? No. No. Of course not. <laughs> we don't do that on this show. What are you on about? We never do that on this show. We always, we always look at it and go, uh, oh, okay, yeah, you called call it. Well done. Do you want a medal? And we move on. Do we not? Yeah. So I'm Jeremy Clarkson to apologise to James May for smashing into his car. Like, it's just not going to happen. No. <laughs> but first up on Wednesday night, it is Johnny Clayton against James Wade. And this is a big game in terms of race for the top four on the opening night. They're, they've stacked it. This huge. An awful lot on this for the winner. Massive, massive amounts on this for the winner. Look, James started the first block slowly, badly. Not the way that everybody expected him to. But I think we could all agree he was massively underprepared. He, he turned up at the hotel on the Sunday night expecting to be on Monday morning. No intention of playing darts, no intention of leaving his family home for a week or, or any of that. It just wasn't in the right mentality to play that. The second block, there's an argument that James Wade was the best player there for that week. He was sensational at the times. There was over 103 for the week, I think, at that point. He was he was unbelievable. So Johnny's gone the opposite direction. That second block did not go Johnny's way at all. Um, massive tone setter for both of these two, I think. Yeah, um, completely agree. Game two, bold prediction, because we've still got plenty of darts to play, but if Gary Anderson does not get something from Jose de Souza, is his Premier League campaign over? In, in terms of making the final, I wouldn't say yes. it's over. No I, no, I wouldn't. And I'll say the reason why, because it, at that point, it all depends on what Michael Van Gerwen versus Dimitri Vandenberg takes place. 
Do I think that Gander is going to make the top four on this form? No. Do I think that he could still do it even without winning this game? Yes. Because 19 points, as we've always said, is it probably about enough. You need 20 points to get there. If he's going to do that, he's got to get eight. Well, he's got to get six wins from there out of seven games. It's difficult. It's difficult. But this is where Jose's got to put his foot down. He's got to say, I am still in this Premier League. Yes, it's been a bit of fun. I've hit a nine darts, a lovely stuff, but I'm in this Premier League to win it. And Gary's got to make sure that he manages to get something out of this game. I agree with you, but I don't, don't, I don't know if it's going to be the complete end of the Premier League until we know what's going to happen in the next game. That's my thing. That's my worry. We touched on Dimi against MBG. How do you see it going, though? You know what? There are some games that happen where you look and go, how the hell has he done that? And where has he come from from that? Michael Van Gerwen has not won a title since November 2020. That's got to be the longest time that he's got without a title. Has to be. If anybody could please confirm that, that'd be great. I think was it it's last the year, maybe between calendar year today, he hasn't won a title in the PDC. Yeah, so that that will hurt him, and he will know that he's got to put a, a marker down. But Dimitri, the way he's been playing, the only the only thing that I can take away from Dimitri is is that he is not getting over the line easily in big games. We saw what happened last time against James Wade. Six three up, didn't get a chance to get the take over and get the job done. We saw in the final when he beat Dirk. On, in the final Super Series, he was 7-4 up. I think it was either 7-4 or 7-5, and he had to get over the leg in the last leg in the last leg decider. I just have a funny feeling that we aren't... I think... I've just got a funny feeling that MVG pulls this out of the bag. And if he pulls this game out of the bag, this is a moment for him where he can then start really climbing back into the position for the top four for the Premier League. I'm going to say 8-6, MVG. I don't know why, but I'm going to say it. I shouldn't say it because I, 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 everything is telling me that Dimitri's going to win this. He's the winner of the last major, uh, the last PDC tournament. But I just had this feeling: eight six Dimi, uh, eight six Van Gerwen. Van Gerwen. Oh, where are you going with it? Sport is not played on paper, right? But the form book here is 100% screaming Dimitri Vandenberg has to win this game. Michael was poor at the Super Series. We, we questioned why he was there and he didn't get into the last 16. Not good. Dimitri has now got over the hump of winning on the floor, which has always been the floor to his game. There are still elements of composure when he's approaching the winning line, perhaps at the minute. Yeah, I'll give you that. Jari has struggled at times to to see things out. Um, but I just think Dimi's got too much for Michael. But if the same Michael that played the Super Series turns up on Tuesday? Well, I don't know when it starts, boys. Wednesday? Wednesday. 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 Don't, don't know what day it is. Uh, <laughs> if, if the same Michael and Dimi turn up on Wednesday that were in Niederhausen last week, Michael will be lucky to get three legs. Then, last up, big, big game for Snakey as well as Aspinall. Aspinall tops the table 
But if Peter Wright has the ambition to get back into where he thinks he should be, he has to win this game. God. He does. Peter Wright is one whose Premier League campaign ever just does not make sense to me. Yes, he's made the final once and probably should have won it. But in terms of it being a happy hunting ground for him, it's it's basically the same as Gezi Price. They just cannot seem to get over that hump and, and put themselves in the final four and, and do something magic. Okay, we haven't seen Gerwin Price as the world number one world champion, but even last year he was on that ascendancy and, and still couldn't get over the line, was missing at crucial moments. And this is an absolute scrap to start with and, and Sneaky needs to be prepared to, to come out all guns blazing pretty much. Derek Chisora in the first three rounds, he has to come out early because if he lets Nathan Aspinall settle or, or start sucker punching him with a, with a big out or something, Peter Wright, just like Gary Anderson, you could be writing off his Premier League campaign before the end of Friday night. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think night one or night 10 is really fascinating and we'll know more at around 10.30 on Wednesday where we are. That being said, every time we say that we'll know more the next day or we'll know more in two days, we will know nothing, will we? Let's be honest, the results are going to go completely (laughs) against this, go somewhere down the middle and we're going to be absolutely none the wiser for the three daily podcasts we do where we sit here and we'll open with that line every single time, Jack. Yeah, four four draws and we're four draws and we're back <laughs> in square one. Um, but before we come on to night eleven, to the couple in the chat room, I think it was Michael asks about the World Championships. We'll answer that for you once we've done the Premier League, mate. Don't worry, we've seen it. We'll we'll come to that. And also, there was a question about a failed COVID test. Right, if someone turns up at Milton Keynes tomorrow and then tests positive for COVID, they will be removed. There is no replacement. Their results will take be taken out of the table. They will finish eighth, and there will just be one less game. That's it now. No, no second chances. Well, tomorrow, um, I'll tell you so what. That's how for everybody, for, yeah, for everybody that went to Germany, go and play in the Premier League. Who goes and plays the Premier League? I tell you what, tomorrow is a big day. Your underpants feeling when they're sticking that swab up your nose and down your throat. Well, God, we're glad we're not in China. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, night eleven, huge game at the top of the table, an absolute monster as Nathan Aspinall takes on Dimitri Vandenberg, James this Wade, Jose De Wow. Well, that's on As first. As I don't make the rules. I'm just that's... reading out what's in front of me. I know, but that's um, dumb. That prime dumb. time spot. It is the Scottish derby. There's less on it. Yes, they're top of the table. Yes, it's a, a top clash, but you're not ruling anybody out. Those two are pretty safe for a couple of nights. Yeah, but... I mean, give them the spot that they deserve, for Christ's sake, or move the game to the following week. Look look at the names of the other two, mate. That is not happening. We know how this works. This is not our first rodeo. This is the first Premier League campaign in six years that Michael Van Gerwen has played a game first on a night. I know. I know. But still, 
It's not fair on them. They they've worked their arse off to get into that position. They should be rewarded with the position of going on either third or fourth in the prime time spot. Yep. Move Wade Sousa up first. Move Gary Anderson to get Peter Wright to second, and then move that game third. Job done. Been a way he complained about this a couple of years back as well, or, or make a subtle comment to the media that yeah. certain yes. players yes. always get their preparation time the same way, and he moves first, and Correct. then he'll be on last in the next session, and it's not fair. I think he's got a bloody good point, personally. Yes. Not just because it was James Wade either. I think he's genuinely got a really good read. <laughs> and I completely understand from the commercial side and the way that the TV companies want to schedule it, but at the same time. This is a sporting contest. They should have as equal time between games as possible. And Jonathan says, without fans, I don't think it matters when each match is on. It matters to the broadcasting. It matters to where they should be and, and when the prime time slot. We know when prime time happens in the UK and in Europe and all the other stuff. They two players are at the top of the league when they are your top two players in the in the in the biggest competition apart from the world championships according to said TV broadcaster, they should be in that primetime spot. But that's another issue for another day. Yeah, anyway. Game three, Gary Anderson against Peter Wright, out of the World Cup teammates. And then on last, MBG against Johnny Clayton. How do we see night 11 going, Jar? I'm going to say that Dimi comes back from losing to Van Gerwen by beating Nathan Aspinall. Although Asp at the moment, I just there's something about the resilience of the man which is ridiculous, and I love to see it with the way that Asp is playing. But I think Dimi does beat Asp. I think D'Souza beats Wade. Gando against Peter Wright. Toss a coin. Whoever comes out the blocks firing first. And I think that Van Gerwen and Clayton will be a draw. I really do. I think it'll be a draw. For you, Gop? I think we get less draws this time around. I'm not sure of the statistics, but I think because of the extra, possibly two legs, there's just that extra chance to shade it. I, I don't think we're going to see as many draws as we do or did first time round. Um which means lots of swings in that table to start with is, is what's going to happen. Um, the difficulty in this is you're asking us to predict it based on what we think is going to happen now. And there's going to be lots of different reactions from what will happen on night one. If I could see what happens on night 10 now, I'd tell you what happens on night 11 straight away, but I can't. Um, so from here... Early draw, Wadey win, Peter Wright win, Van Gerwen may just edge out Johnny Clayton. Interesting scenes. Um, Daniel, uh, you have a hard job too because it hasn't been tested yet. Now you get tested till tomorrow. Um, anyway, if he does. Um, It's interesting if, if any of them do. Um, Agreed. I think Aspinall, Vandenberg draw. Wade beat Jose in a last leg, checking out one, two, four on the ball. 
<laughs> very, and very specific there, Philip. Right, one, one, two, four. I'll take a one, two, one, but it'll be a one, two, something on the ball. Hashtag wading. Um, yeah. Draw. Between the Scots and MBG wing for me on night 11 off the cuff. Night 12, Buddy, the last one. Two minutes ago, gone. two minutes ago, I literally told you there are less draws in the second phase because of the additional leg. And the first thing you do is pick two draws. <laughs> you also told. You also told. You also told that MVG wouldn't finish top, and I've gone with that. I'm breaking the mold. I'm going against the norm. You certainly, you certainly MVG batting wins. on your own permission here, mate. I'll give you that for for for. Uh, for oh, you know. It's gone wrong. It's, it's like when you're a T20, it's like when you're a T20 match. You're bored of moving your feet. You just plant the front foot and just hit through the line. And if it sells over the band, it sells. If, 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 if it sells to man on the boundary and he goes, thank you very much, you just walk off. Bold, but it's what we do. Chris Gale, clear the road, Paul. Stand still, because I'm not running. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Um, um, night 12, and hopefully, fingers crossed, everything crossed, this will be the last time we see a poxy, empty arena ever again. Hang on, hang on. Before yeah. we get poxy, poxy because of the situation, not poxy because of the way they've set it up. Because we, I think we genuinely have to yeah. give them credit, both ITV, Sky, and the PDC. Some of the arenas, that central walkway, the way they've put it up with the banners and, and everything else, I genuinely that, think they've done a bloody good job of framing it. The, the Champions Hall, that, I think, has been a really nice addition for every event. That's been really, really good to see. The like, they've made the best of it, but it is poxy because of the rules and, and the pandemic, not because of yeah. the rest of them. that. That, that, I tell you what, that, that, uh, the UK open setup for me was absolutely gorgeous with Jackie basically flying around the whole entire stage. She needs to watch whichever stage she wanted to for the top of that balcony. That was incredible. And I'll give full credit to the art to ITV and the PDC for the way they set that up in particular. That was brilliant. And that middle walkway, that you have at the world, in particular the way that it was set up at the World Championships was glorious, absolutely glorious. I'm always going to miss that. I think oh, that would be a really nice addition, but it just takes up so much seating. Then obviously you yes, can't segregate the, the friends and family and that sort of thing where the normal walk-on and walkway is, and we understand why that's there, but it just looks a bit good, doesn't it? I know it's kind of it's off topic, it's like before we go on, but the UK Open format proves why the UK Open shouldn't be at Butlins. It should be somewhere where we can mm. have it like that all the time, back at the Reebok, all in one venue. That's what made the yeah, UK but... Open special. No, I disagree. I disagree here. Uh, this is someone, uh, and I appreciate that I am someone who very much is a fan of a Butlins weekend. We all know this. But I just think there's something special about the way they set it up at Butlins. Main stage, lovely stage to reds, and that centre stage, that bunker, it, having been up there a couple of times now, is absolutely sensational. And if you are in here thinking about going to one event this time uh, next year, everybody, UK Open is one on the bucket list. It's brilliant. Love it. You say that. If you'd have been old school, if you'd have done the Reebok, you wouldn't think like that. 
look, I've, I've, I, I watched the Reebok back in, as a kid back in the day. I think it was very, very good. I'm not disputing that, but there is something special about a Butlins weekend. Gob, am, am I right? Or are you going to sit on the fence? I'm, I'm just not as old as Phil, am I? So we're, we're less experienced. Get those splinters out, mate. Get those splinters out. I love a Minehead weekender. It's brilliant. Uh, mainly because I get to kick you off at basketball in the arcade as well. There's none of that to Reebok, I tell you. That is true, to be fair. That is true. That is very, very much true. <laughs> There's some great questions in the chat room. We'll, we'll answer them shortly on the Premier League. Um, Jonathan, yeah. we'll, we'll come on to that in a second. Um, we'll just look at night 12 and the last one, hopefully, as we are. Peter Wright against Jose de Souza, MBG, James Wade, Johnny Clayton, Nathan Aspinall, and Dimitri Vandenberg against Gary. I've got the car running Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he must be fuming with the fact that he's last on on a, on a Friday night. He must be fuming. Oh, he'd have wanted to go first, got it out of the way, and he'd have been home by the time the last match finished. Yeah. Do you know what? I, this weekend, I actually went via, not actually via Gando's house, but I, I went past uh, the wonderful place of Burnham-on-Sea on the way down to Devon this weekend. Lovely part of the world, Burnham-on-Sea. It is, it is. Um, so, come to you first, Gob. Night 12. How do we end up in this block of three? Call, call them through. Huge, huge game to start. I, I think it completely depends on how Peter Wright settles for the first two nights. Jose scoring is going to be solid. We know Peter Wright can score to live with Jose D'Souza. If he's on it with the right set of darts, Peter Wright's 180 hitting is as good as, if not better, than what we've seen from Jose D'Souza so far. And Jose is on to break the record in this tournament for 180. Wright just has too many off nights, but when he's on, his 180 hitting is on an absolute nail head. It is some of the best grouping you of a dart you will ever see. Um, so that, that's a massive place to start. Um, I, I think the streak continues second time round, uh, uh, second game up. Um, Wadey is not losing to Michael Van Gogh in the Premier League. He just has his number on that stage, and long may it continue, Mr. Bars, long may it continue. Um, game number three, I think Asp has got too much for Johnny Clay. I, mean, I, I can't believe we're saying this, because literally we were sat here, what, four weeks ago, if that, saying how Johnny Clayton was an absolute favourite for this title, and the way he started this Premier League, by the way, he was top of the league after three nights, I think it was. Five nights. Asp has done something, with, his turnaround has been phenomenal, and he was at the Super Series, but didn't do massive amounts, but he's going to turn up here and he's still going to put pressure on people. He's still going to pick up points and win games and, and give it some more emotion. I think he's got a bit too much. And the last two nights on the final night, the Garrison's played, he has lost 7-4 and 7-2 and not look competitive. And it would not surprise me if this happens exactly the same. There's a little bit between him and Dimitri, a little bit of history, shall we say. <laughs> Um, I think that's <laughs> Gary getting wound up by that is the only way that this one goes close. If not, it's a swift handshake. Thanks for coming, young man. Yeah, you've done me in a couple of times, but I'm off. Are you trying to are you trying to say Gary remembers when people slow him down? I mean, no. Well, not just I would him. not insinuate Maybe that because he didn't. 
Not just him. Not just him that remembers. Maybe someone who supports <laughs> us as well. Not mentioning any names, of course. <laughs> John, how do you see the four nights going? What's that? Sorry, Garth? How do you see Your the four turn. games going on night? Yeah. Uh, Sousa beats Wright. Uh, Van Gerwen ends his record against Wadey. Uh, Aspinall loses to Clayton. Dimi beats Gary. So I'd say, I'm gonna go. so there you go, everybody. There you go, but I can just say, I've said that Van Gerwen will get four points. And we know what I said at the start of this segment. I think I might have to change my I... mind come the end of Friday's show. Well, I won't be on Friday's show, but come the end of Friday, I think I'm... a certain Mr. Joey. Van Gerwen will be top. Peter Wright will beat Jose de Souza playing with the World Championship darts. Michael Van Gerwen beats James Wade comfortably in James's only below-par performance in block number three. Nathan Aspinall will see off Johnny Clayton in the last leg. And I'm going bold. Vintage Gary Anderson turns up, gone back to the Noir darts, bins the code ones off, and beats Dimitri 8-6. Go hard or go home, gents. It's all on Gary's finishing, let's be honest. I don't think he's been terrible, but I just don't think he's he's fully clicked yet. He's had nights where he's looked steady without being ridiculously good, and I still think there's an issue with the release of the dart. They're not quite coming out how they like. But if, if they do, if they click, big if, I know, completely. But if they do click, he can seriously do some damage here. And let's not forget, Gary's record for finishing in the top four in the Premier League is ridiculously good, even in seasons when he's played badly. And the boys that have been there and done it before, Gary, Michael, um, Wadey, know that, okay, you cannot win the Premier League in the first nine nights, but you can be eliminated, not relegated. We get in trouble if we say relegated. Massive old ads. You can't yeah. win it to start with, but you can definitely lose it. These guys know that this second phase is where they have to turn it on, where the hard work starts. And I, as a fan, I don't particularly enjoy this second phase. We've already seen a lot of this. The legs, the games are an extra two legs, potentially, and I think they drag on a little bit. Um, but the players know that this is the time that you start earning your money. Yeah, and I'd like Gary to go back to either the World Champion double blue ring or the Noir Darts. They're the one that works for me. I don't like the code dart for him. Um, if he goes back, I think we could see some absolute beautiful stuff. Just a quick shout out in the chat room. Uh, Niall Cullerton, who played in the Online Darts Live League last week. Hope you got home safe, mate. Played some really, really good stuff. And it looks like the werewolf nickname has stuck as well. So it looks like he's he, he stuck with the werewolf. <laughs> but played some great stuff, mate. 
it was all good. Yeah, that's... that we gave Martin Clearmacker anyway. <laughs> Martin Clearmacker. <laughs> <laughs> the serial killer. Right. Jeez. Did you see his eyes? <laughs> that's scary. But still. Well, you know, can't let's get not the talk about serial killer unless you're on our street. Let's not talk about darts players' eyes because you might see more than you bargain for, Mother Phil. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that's that's how, and hopefully, these three nights in Milton Keynes, as we said earlier, will be the last time that we ever, ever see empty stadiums, arenas, again. It's all good news. Um, as Matt, the interview with Matt comes out tomorrow, we'll give you, I'll give you a taste of line. Right now, his words are, I expect Blackpool to be 100% normal with no restrictions. Teaser for yes. the morning. Yes. Well, let's be honest, the Crucible, as we speak right now, is full. And the difference it makes, I know it's a world final, but the difference the atmosphere makes with that being full and only percentage-wise throughout the week is massive, and that's just a smaller reader. Imagine, imagine the scenes when we get Dallas fans back in the arenas. I cannot wait. That Winter Gardens, yeah, well, yeah. that first night at the Winter oh. Gardens, I'm gutted I won't be there, but those first night at the Winter Gardens, I cannot wait for it. It's going to be oh. unbelievable. It's going to be absolutely fantastic right let's jump into the chat room quickly all premier league talk before we move on let's scroll back through because i know some some of you asked some amazing questions so again don't be shy come and say hello to us as always we don't bite and we try and answer the best chat room in darts bar none is the live lounge chat room um, where are we good evening folks how are you doing a lot of good evening ones. It's all good. Um, where are we? There was... Um, ain't it going to be unreal to have an atmosphere and fans back, Jonathan? Yeah, look, I don't think everyone cannot wait for this moment. That first walk-on. Oh, there was one about walk-on. Yeah. So, those that haven't seen it, the conditions, unlike the World Championships, they are selling mixed tables... It doesn't have to be one household per table. Is it tables of six, jar or eight? Tables of six is like it was before. Tables of six. And most importantly, fancy dress is allowed. Where at the Worlds, it wasn't. That's a big giveaway that you can enjoy yourself again. And the walk-ons, we don't know what's going to happen yet with the walk-ons. I imagine it's going to be like happened with the Premier League walk-ons the last couple of weeks before lockdown one, where you can stand at the side, but the players probably won't engage with you and give you the high fives like normal. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, um, nothing's been confirmed about that, but that's kind of what, what we think is, is going to happen. Um, any more on the Premier League? Um, also, um, everyone's saying as well, is it going to be, is it all going to be MK? Yes, it is. Uh, every night you'll yeah. be at the Milton Keynes. So um, if you want a nice hotel that doesn't cost you much, Gob, who do we turn to whenever we know? <laughs> Sir Lenny of Henry. Everything is premier but the <laughs> price. 
<laughs> so, there's, there's a couple of really nice hotels that we're not sponsored by them, but I'll tell you what, Premier Inn, if you want to sponsor us, we are more than happy to have you on board. We'd love to stay oh, in we'll every single there. bloody time we go anywhere. We basically keep you not. So now's not a good time to tell everybody that if you suddenly declare that perhaps some other Premier League fans kept you up all night and didn't get a good night's sleep, you get your full refund at the same time as well. Well, yeah, that's a good point, to be fair. Um, but also... It's a good night guarantee. And a more serious <laughs> note. Yeah, yeah, it was a good night guarantee. Premier in. Write to us. We'll happily stay in there and we'll promote you every single bloody night because we love you. <laughs> give us. Give us some Info at <laughs> Can you imagine? If Premier, if, imagine yourself from Premier Reads watching this going, oh, all right then. Yeah, go on, then. Uh, don't ask, you don't get, do you? <laughs> no. Um, um, no. Jonathan we'll, we'll come on to the match play in a second. Yeah, Jonathan also on. the Euro tour very, very quickly as we're talking about the Matt Porter interview. Can you give anything away? Did we did we mention did he mention the Euro tour? Not specifically, but the the hope is still August time. The Raven effect. What you wash your mouth out. More premier bin than premier in. Wash your mouth out with soap, oh. man or woman. Oh, Premier Inn's the most comfiest bed going. It's mint. Without a shadow of a doubt. Phil, do you remember when... Price rate, anyway. we're, not exa- we're not exactly staying at Hilton, are we? Yeah, but... See, no, but I- I've stayed at one because my stepmom is uh, yeah. is a lovely... Uh, my stepmom has that many diamond points. It's ridiculous. So I normally stay at the Hilton sometimes. I've stayed at Hilton, stayed in Premier Inn. Not even the close... Not even the debate. Premier Inn beats it hands yeah. down. Even when we're in the bubble and have to stay at the Double Tree Hill when at Milton Kings, Premier in beds are still better. Agreed. For me. Um, also, people might ask again: tickets on when tickets might go on sale? Tickets are on sale Wednesday, the fifth of May, from twelve PM BST. If you're a PDC annual subscriber. Uh, so if you subscribe PDC to uh, PDC TV and you are an annual subscriber, so not the monthly subscriptions, then you have a chance to purchase tickets. Then the next day, 24 hours later, the tickets will go on sale for the rest of uh, the general public to buy from 12 o'clock on Thursday, the 6th of May, 12 o'clock BST. I'm no rocket scientist, but unless you've got a PDC TV um privilege membership i think you might be disappointed not a, no expert but i think you might be a little no. disappointed I, I agree with you for the playoffs maybe not necessarily for a couple of nights earlier in the week i don't know because there's going to be a thousand and remember even for the world there was so still a load of tickets left and that was a thousand as well wasn't it so there's still loads of tickets left for the world championships at the time so i don't know because remember international TV subscribers can't really purchase tickets because they can't really come into the country. At the moment, we don't know because of the travel restrictions and all that sort of stuff. So, I, I, you know, I don't... I think you will be disappointed for the playoffs. I don't think you'll be disappointed if you want to go earlier in the week. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Um, Niall makes a good point here, but he says you do get a warm cookie at the double tree. Yeah, perhaps if the Premier, that is Premier very can introduce true. the warm cookie. That's, 
Yeah, good, good point, very, well, mate. Very true. Um, <laughs> very, very true. Um, Missy said, how many fans will be there or to let them full capacity? Full capacity, MK, is about 3,500. Yeah. Because they put the terrace ones up, which they build, don't they, is the thing, so they can fit yeah. more in with the, the terrace style they put up. Um, but just like, a 1,000 table seats all day long. And like we said earlier, the match play currently will be full. Absolutely that's, amazing. And that's between two and a half and three, isn't it? Normally inside the Winter Gardens. Three and a half, I think. Because you've got the standing room at the back. Of course. Um, of course. Well, that's, that, and that, that's what makes it unique as well. The fact that the Winter Gardens... Well, we're not, we're t- I've got I've got a Winter Garden segment teed up after this one. We'll come on to that in a minute. Let's not ruin it. Right. From there, also, the PDC announced this week players have eight more opportunities to get to Blackpool. There will be Super Series 4, Super Series 5, one at Milton Keynes in June and one back at the Reebok in July. I think certain players now will feel a little bit more at ease that they've got an extra four to get there, Gob. Yeah, I think so. Um, look, this is sort of what we expected in, in terms of balance and giving the players opportunities. Um, I'm hoping this is the last time we see blocks of four. They, they've been good. Um but I wouldn't mind a return back to weekends or at least long weekends as well. I think four is, we're having some very, very good days, but I think there are the odd day in the middle where the standard just dips. And I don't think the, the players are enjoying that big block away. I, I fully get it's a professional tour, but I wouldn't be surprised next year if they move away from everything being fours. Uh, but like you said, more opportunities for the players now to pick up money to get them into Blackpool. Um, we might have to start re-estimating where we think players are going to need to get to in the race to the match play in terms of order of merit ranking money. Um, but yeah, two more blocks. Perfect. Yeah. Um, we knew one block, <laughs> Super Series 4 was on job, um, but they've added Super Series 5, which is obviously great for the players. Yeah. What do we think Curtis of the cough? Well, gonna... Yeah, sorry. Just gonna yeah. say gives Barney a chance to qualify. That would be hilarious, wouldn't it, Jarlis? Says Curtis in the chat room. Oh yeah. <laughs> it would be fantastic. We'd love to see it. Especially. I'd love Team to be what? interviewing him and no. asking him questions in the chat in, in... what's that? Sorry? Go. On. I'll tell you what, if Barney qualifies, he is the opening night game. He plays first. Well, for the crowd's return. Not even a, nah, Barney's no, return with the crowd's return at the match play. You will be here in either Tiger. No, I don't disagree with oh, you on the opening night, but I think it'll probably be third or fourth on. Yeah. Um, just a quick note before we touch on this. Uh, uh, Missy, without going on to Dark Connect, I don't know is the honest answer. Um... Yeah, 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 he would have been close, but without checking it, I don't know. Um, so, so you know what we said about no, 22 and a half grand, 
about to say, you know what we said about 22 and a half grand being the cutoff, potentially? I think twenty not I think twenty-five thousand pounds you might have to get. I think if you've got twenty-five, you might be safe, but twenty-five grand could be the cutoff of the match play now. Maybe twenty-four. I think Merv's safe. Uh, I don't know. Look, not with eight to go. It all depends what the last eight of three turn up. Look, we're not saying that the players in the hunt are gonna smash every pro tour. If I'm Ian White, I'm a little bit edgy. I'm, I'm still feeling pretty good in myself as number 16 on the full order of merit. But if Johnny Clayton jumps ahead of me because he's only 1,500 quid behind me, Ian White's on 25,250. If he keeps playing Pro Tools the way he has been recently, he's not going to add a lot to that, if, a, if anything, in eight events, the way Ian White's played the last couple of weeks. The way they've been playing, for me, Ian White will not be in the top 16 after the Super Series. Johnny White, um, Johnny Clayton will overtake him. And then Ian White will go into the Pro Tour Order of Merit for me. Yeah. Which he's on 25,250. So he should be safe. But if something freakish happens and all the players below and, and Darius on 19... Sneaks up. We we could be in for an interesting race. I think. Yeah. Uh, look, John, John Jonathan says in the chat room that he thinks Clemens is safe. I am not sure. If you had four to go, look, I wouldn't even be the only people I'd be worried about personally are Mardis and Ryan Searle. But Watamina hasn't been playing well. I mean, Gale, Callum hasn't been playing. I, no thought of his own, but Callum didn't play. No. No. Luke played well, made his first Pro Tour final. Get that. Mardis did not look himself. And Ryan Searle and Darius Abinowskis. And look at the state of that. You've got £1,000 separating six players. £2,000 separating eight. You just... I just don't know, is the honest answer. I don't know if Ross Smith is going to be safe on 25k. If he say all gay clones, especially if they lose first round all the time, because people will just keep building and building money. Look, I, I don't think so. It's, I don't. I just don't know what it's going to be. Take. I don't think they're safe just yet. I think maybe a couple of wins will get you there, but I don't think twenty five grand will be enough. I just don't. I think it might be twenty six, twenty seven. Um, Michael uh, talking about the world championship. We will answer that question a little bit later in question time. So hold that thought, mate. But uh, Jonathan says, who are the three players outside the top 16 that you want to see in the match play? Uh, so that means, that, I presume that means in the, um, in, in the order of, in the Pro Tour order of merit. Um, who would I like to see? I'd like to see Alan Souter. No. I'd like to see Alan Souter <laughs> because he's been playing some unreal stuff. <laughs> Not even, not even, I didn't even register that. Uh, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see Whitlock as well because I think the Whit, I'd love to see the Whitlockers on that board. I think Whitlock plays decent stuff. And I'll tell you one player that I would really, really like to see once more. And I think I'd like to see him back there personally. I'm going to say the, the big serial killer. 
If Martin Clearmacher can produce that pro tour form that we've seen on the floor again, I'd love to see him at the at the match play. That'd be great. Um, I personally, I just for the tournament because I think it makes it a better tournament in terms of everything that it brings. Not not Don't I look it. at things slightly different. Don't. It's not just on it. the board. We have to look at it as a complete package. And I would swap the bottom three out for Simon Whitlock, Scott Mitchell, and Raymond Van Barneveld. You're doing so well. Two out of three. Those are two fair. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> God for you. I'd love to see Scott Mitchell there. I'm a huge, huge fan of both him and Scott Waits. Um, very, very dangerous television players as well. I don't think we've really seen the best of them in the PVC yet. Obviously, they're both former world champions. Um, Stephen Bunting, after his run there previously, he absolutely comes alive in Blackpool. Would not mind seeing the bullet. He's also also a world championship semi-finalist. Let's not forget that. Was not far away from Gerwin Price. And who else do I want to see there? Kim Hybrex. Always good value as Kim. His record at the Winter Gardens is absolutely dreadful as well, but he's always good value. Yeah, absolutely rancid. Um, someone said about Callum. Realistically, not though, going to looking jail. at. Go on, still, go. While we're still on realistically, I don't think anybody below Luke Woodhouse can reasonably get there. Unless they win a tournament. Unless they win a tournament and go deeper. And I just don't see it. Personally. Agreed. Do you know, um, I've yeah. said this before, I'm not just saying this about Barney and about Suits, because they're probably the two that have made the jump a little bit. But the way, if you qualify, we talked about this last week, if you qualify on debut for the match play, you are doing something ridiculous. I know Barney's not a debutant, but he's won his tour card back. If Barney does qualify for the world match play, and same with Super, if, he, if they do find a way to qualify for the match play on debut, that is ridiculous. And I will be, and I will hold my hands up straight away, and I'll tell you this now, everybody. I will be applauding Raymond Van Barneveld if he goes and does it. Because to do that, I don't. I think the only player that has done that, and we think we've, we've worked this out from last week, the only player that's done that is Glenn Durham. Only player. That's come for you. School, yes, yes, that's come from um, school. Other Correct. people, um, so yeah, as we've put it up there now, that hallowed picture, I can't wait for that to come back. But just touching on, um, obviously the super series and the road to the winter gardens kind of all roll into one here. Someone said about Callan not going to Germany could cost him, he, he didn't, it wasn't the fact that he didn't want to go to Germany. He couldn't go. He got to Manchester Airport and his COVID test was 10 minutes outside the 48-hour window of him landing in Germany. So it wasn't a case of him not wanting to go. It was 10 minutes on a test, which meant he couldn't, unfortunately. Um, Jonathan says... Who needs a big Super Series 4 and 5? There's a few. After Nienhausen, there's a few. Yeah. Uh, 
Suter, after we thought we might go and do bits, didn't really perform that great. Um, Ian White, we've talked about. Um, Barney, as well. Because after winning that tournament, Devin. he ain't really done much else. Um, Devin needs Journey. something to kickstart himself. Devin yeah, Peterson needs something to, to reignite that fire. Uh, Bunting, world semi-finalist and match play quarters or semis? Semis. He needs to make sure he's getting there. Um, and players further players further down, right? Just not even looking at the race to the match play. AD Lewis has got to start picking up some money somewhere or he's in a lot of trouble. Mm. Um, thought, uh, at Darren Webster. Beaten. Yeah. And David Evans as well. Uh, got look, we've got a lot of time for David Evans here. He's one of the players that, that wears our patch, but he's just not picked up enough money as yet. Had some horrid draws, some, some games that have just not gone his way, but needs to start picking up some. Would you say Doby as well? This early on into Would a two yeah, Doby just needs something to, to reignite himself. We all know just how good Chris Doby can be. He seems to be that player on the cusp constantly that everybody wants to push on. Everybody knows what his absolute top level game is, but he just does not win enough with his B game at the minute. Yeah, I know, I agree. Um, Chizzy as well didn't have the best Super Series 3 yeah. not just yeah, in terms of the um, match realistically play, if he doesn't if he doesn't win the Premier League yeah also, I was looking at World Cup if he doesn't win the Premier League money's coming up isn't it yeah if he doesn't win the Premier League Michael Van Gerwen if he goes, if yeah. he doesn't win the Premier League and then doesn't go and win one of these Super Series titles, that'll be nearly, that'll be over six months since he's won a title. That does not happen to Michael Van Gerwen very often. Lads, if you're no. Callum Ridd's down, so Callum, Jermaine, Madders and Ryan Searle, would you have wanted two more blocks to come up or would you have only wanted one block before? Would you want more opportunities what? to earn money yourselves? But also more opportunities for everybody to chase you, or just the one block to defend. Just the one block. One. Just the one block. One. Because all I know is that I've just got to win. I've just got to go and do one before get get a decent run on one of the days, and my date and my match play secured. With only with only one, there's it limits the rest of the field. They can't not say say if you're Callum, then. There's only one block. I don't see four people having good day. Agreed. Okay. But for completely, that, that's that, that. That's that's my one. Um, yeah. Uh, just just go a back side note, because obviously we've got that. I'm about to say, going back into the chat room. It's a side note for what we've got up on that beautiful building there. Jonathan says, who was the best sponsor? Who was the nicest looking sponsor on the uh, on the match play stage? I'll be honest with you. I really like the Betfred sponsor. I think the way that the stage looks now is gorgeous. I liked, if I had to pick one of the previous one, I liked it when it was the yellow with the Betfair. I quite like that. No, I don't like yellow stages. 
Yellow stage just makes me think cash converters, players' championships, and that was horrid. No, I disagree. I, I liked it. I like the the two recent ones. Um, bet bet friend. I liked bet Victor as well. Oh, I like that. Victor. I think you're in the minority there. Well, well that's career just popped up because two of us have just said. <laughs> Stan James was horrid. Stan James was horrid. I don't get. I don't like the standard. I thought the I thought the Sky Bet logo looked all right ish. Um, but I think the bet I think the bet Fred the way that the bet Fred logos look across the across the venue is absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, just on a side note as well. Does can Robert Thornton qualify for the Players' Championship finals as he's in the top 64 of the Players' Championship Order of Merit, even though he doesn't have a tour card? Absolutely he can, yes. Uh, and to he be fair, for he, was, he was brilliant in the Super Series. Absolutely yes. brilliant in Niederhausen. Um, I wasn't convinced it was the right thing for him to go, but it turned out to be genius because he played so well. I, I love the thorn. If he if he that if he can do bits like that on the challenge store when it comes back in some form or another, I think that he could be in the position where he could be qualifying for for uh, pro tours regularly. Yeah, um, look, he's he'll it, be ready, and we saw last year what the Modus Live League when they were at home did for certain players and it's the same now with with, with ours the online last league that these players that are playing they'll be ready they'll be ready to go I'm looking forward uh, to it jump back in. there's no doubt about that just out of interest in the chat room who is coming to Blackpool let us know are Please. you coming to the hallowed winter gardens We'd love to uh, see you there, as anyone? always. Yeah. Have we missed any on the Super Series? And, uh, I don't think so. Chat room's on fire again tonight. Great Absolutely. To on Thank you very, very much. Fire. Yeah. Uh, we'll cover that in a second. We've done that. Um, is that time, Stephen? Are, are we? I think it is. It is that time, guys. You know what's coming now. Chat room question time is open. We are officially opening question time. Get them in, guys. Get them in. It's so that time. We've covered everything that's happened yeah. in the pro, pro ranks. So, so tell you what. Actually, should we start off with this question from Michael, who talked about the World Championship final? Where is it? How do much do you think the tickets for the World Championship final will be? And where is the nearest hotel to Alexandra Palace? Um, I've never stayed anywhere close to Ali Pali. I always stay on the opposite side of London because my sister has a, a, a place in London, which I stay out every week. Thanks, Jonah. And uh, I am trying 
to work out where is the nearest hotel to Alec. You stayed in a hotel quite close, Barzi. Did you stay at Brent Cross? Yeah, um, no, Brent Cross is actually a ball lake to get to. There are ones closer. There's a travel lodge in Wood Green, which is just down the hill a, a, a little mm. bit. That Ali Pali isn't the most accessible to walk to, um, but there are Premier oh, Inn's travel lodges. Yeah, yeah, within short Uber rides. Um, so that there's plenty of rain. I've stayed at a Premier Inn, was probably about five, six minute drive away. Um, so, yeah, um, but there's loads. Ticket prices, I think, will be quite similar to what this year's were. Might be a slight increase, like there is every year on tickets, but I don't. PC are never ones for massively hiking up prices. It'd be about. It would be. It was seventy quid on the tables, I think, or it might be eighty quid on the tables. I think it was seventy quid, if memory serves me correctly, plus booking fee. I think if you're in the stands, then it is sixty pound plus booking fee. So it's not. To be fair, for a final and a sport, world final, that's you're not paying too much. That's, that's not horrendous. It might be it might be eighty quid and seventy quid on the table, eighty quid on the table, seventy quid in the stands, or seventy quid in the table, sixty pound in the stands. But it ain't. I don't think it's more than eighty pounds if you're going to go on the tables. And if you are going to go on the tables, get yourself a PDC TV annual subscription. Because if you don't, you ain't getting on the tables. You ain't getting on the tables at all for the World Championships if you don't have a PDC annual subscription. You just don't. You just don't happen. Um. There was one that said, I wish I could, but not allowed from the Netherlands. Um, are you not allowed to travel from Holland then? Because I believe, look, we don't know this yet, but listening to little bits that we've been given, that restrictions in the UK are going to be relaxed an awful lot over the next Two four weeks. weeks. Um, and there is going to be international travel allowed back into the UK without quarantining if you're on the green list. So, unless there's a rule from Holland to say you can't, I don't know what it is, then come the match play, I think you guys should be okay to travel. Definitely. I'd hope so, anyway. At least. Yeah. Um, oh, Scott says, Nando's or Five Guys? Easy. Nando's. Nando's. Neither. Neither. Both garbage. Oh, no, not my first choice. Everyone knows my dish of choice when on the road. Or, oh, sorry, restaurant of choice. Waggers. Waggers. Wagger mamas. Yeah. Um, um, where are... Yeah. Uh, also, here's one. Uh, Jonathan asks, your favourite match play final? He go with Gary against Mentor. Um... I don't think there's many better ones. Yeah. The only one that comes to mind might be, well, there's two that come to mind. Well, I don't know. One that automatically springs to mind is the 1816 between Taylor and Part. Mm. You know, two. No, but that's the only. It had absolutely everything. That tournament was ridiculous. No, I agree with Gary you. That tournament was. Yeah, that that 2018 World Match Play was utterly sensational. 
And the reason for that is because it had an amazing final towards the back end of it. I mean, also, yeah, to be fair, Jonathan also remembers the epic world match play final that I can that I always talk about, Taylor versus Lewis in, in yeah, That's a very good point. 2013. Yeah, two two thousand and thirteen is is right up there. I'm showing my age um, a little bit now in terms of, of averages and whatever. But ninety eight Harrington against Baxter was a great far final for drama. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it is Gary Mansell for me. Those two and a half years. Just following every dart that Gary Anderson threw. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, no, look. That's the stage where dreams are made of. Um, George says, would you get out of bed if you had to play Aaron Pini in a Pro Tour semi-final? (laughs) (laughs) Can we not talk about Aaron Beattie on this show? Because the last time we did, his manager came and uh, had a go at us for uh, supposedly uh, having a go at him. Despite the fact that the day before, when he made a Pro Tour semi-final, we were praising him non-stop. So, let, so we don't talk about Aaron Beattie on this show now for obvious reasons. Oh, we talk about everything on this show. Let's get out bed. Yes. That's true, yeah. Will I fancy good. my chances in it? Yes. Um, I said I do and want to race the world series but tickets haven't gone on sale yet. Do you know when they'll start? Um, no, but I'm guessing soon. Um, it's good arena. That is it. The AFAF, I think it's called. Well, I've, I've probably absolutely butchered that, but really nice arena in Amsterdam where they did the World Series final two years ago. Really nice. Um, but it's a great place. Wasn't a fine one. I heard Amsterdam's a great place. I heard, I heard Amsterdam's a great place to uh, to get red wine. Got uh, can you confirm or deny? Great red wine in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cryptic pair, you. We can't say anything more, unfortunately. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, there is another question in the group in the chat room now that leads on to that. Uh, I think it was from Stephen. He said, Has your interview with Trina affected how you think about alcohol in darts? Um, no. No. Um, look, it doesn't. Unfortunately, alcohol is always going to be the demon within the sport until. Yeah at least for another decade, the youngsters coming through that are now playing and growing up in academies will find, will we'll see it less and less. But the old school player, it's always going to be there. So with the JDC and all the academies, I think it will edge out, but not for another decade no. at least. But uh, the dev tours are ridiculous it's not going to phase out at all, in my opinion. Yeah, but I've, I've, the I've heard there's some proposals and all that. And watch the averages tumble. Learn to play without it. 
But then if they're allowed it in the pro rank, that's a bit different because then they're getting less experience of it. Do you know what I mean? There's, if you're going to set that there, you have to set that everywhere, is what I'm saying. And even then, mm. you know full well they'll just do it outside the venue. They're not going to start alcohol testing the dev tour because it costs too much money. So like, but look, alcohol is always going to be the demons yeah. within the sport. Look, responsibly, I have absolutely no issue with alcohol and I will back that. As, as someone that is not to the same extent as Trina or Andy Ford or any of that, but someone who has had issues with alcohol myself, used correctly and, and that sort of thing, no issue with it. Once you learn to manage it, it's, it's just completely different when it's allowed to consume your life, I guess. Yeah. Um, James says, that was a great interview with Trina. Thanks very much, mate. Like, it was it was tough to do, but it was also a really good one to do as well. Um, but yeah, no, look, it's great to see Trina confronting the demons and that she is on the right path again, which is great to see. I'm very brave to do it. Oh, good one from Missy here. I would like you guys to tell me if there is one game to watch in a replay, what game would you guys tell me to go and watch? Ooh. Anderson Taylor, 2015 World Darts Championship Final. That game had everything. And to be fair as well, up, Taylor versus Barney to... Yeah, but I'd say Taylor versus Barney 07 as well is not a bad game to go and watch. Genuinely class. Two of my well, favourite games of all time. I loved Kim Hybrex against Michael Van Gerwen in the Grand Slam quarterfinals. I adore that game. I, I go back to that constantly when Kim hit the nine. And the other one is MVG versus Gary Anderson in Dubai. Yeah, that's and they're playing there. outside, and they they literally complete the game. They are just throwing one eighties as if they're throwing twenty sixes in your pub player. It is so easy for yeah. them; it is ridiculous. That that's right up there. Um, yeah, both average was it hundred and eleven? It finished or something like that um, over twenty one legs. Yeah, that's up there. Also, MVG was it semi final or quarter final? When he beat Barney in the world with 114. Semi. Semi. Barney's averaged 109 and got absolutely smashed. Um, there there is certainly. Gary. The double nine data that well, Taylor had against Wade, that was ridiculous. The fact yeah. that Taylor threw two nine darts and still won in the last leg, or with two legs to spare, was ridiculous. Same type solid that night. This. Yeah, so, no, I'll take an underrated classic as well. Another underrated classic, and Gob's gonna like this because he told me to go and watch this, and then I have, and I completely agree with him now. Belgium versus Australia, 2015 oh, World Cup quarter final. <laughs> what please. a game that is! What a game that is! Please. Also, yeah, I'm showing. I'm showing. I'm sure I'm now because Jar certainly won't remember this one. 
but Mason versus Adams, world quarterfinal at Lakeside, that was just drama at its absolute sporting genius. Uh, also, uh, as well, people mentioning obviously Taylor Lewis. Look, the thing is about that game, and this is where I get all everybody just needs to take a breath, a step back from it. Those first 20 legs were incredible, right? Oh, well, I say that it's probably actually those first 15 legs were incredible in that game. Taylor still Taylor smashed him 16 8, the rest was 16 9, I think it might be. The actual rest of the game after 15 legs wasn't that good. And so... No, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that competitive. AD Lewis dropped a level. Taylor stayed where he was. Lewis missed a couple of chances to level up. Taylor punished him and and reeled away with it. And then Lewis sort of started to dip. Yeah. Good one here for... Dorrance first world final. Durant's first world final in the Danny video. Was it against... Uh, was... No, sorry, not against Nopper. Nopper, sorry. Durant against Mark Beguini. Durant against Mark Beguini, I thought was a class game in the world final. Hanky O'Shea at Lakeside final, that was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a good one here. Jonathan says, watch the Dark Mavericks documentary last night. Yeah, those that haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Darts Mavericks is a really good watch. Really, really good watch. The snooker version is being released uh, this week, is it not? I think so, yeah. Gods of Snooker, which is effectively the, the same. Let's be fair, there's probably only what you call three real Mavericks in snooker that completely break the, broke the mould. Well, four now, because one's a modern. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis says, uh, the worst game you ever watched. No disrespect. Um, there's plenty I can tell you that now. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't Jim say- Long, Mickey Mansell from darts. Sorry, it's the most horrendous game of darts I've ever had the misfortune to watch. And it put Especially the whole that session that far sense. behind. It put the whole session that far behind that they were queuing to get into the evening session as they were trying to get people out because it had overrun that long. Who, what was that? Oh, was it 2014? That preliminary round game? Who was it? Uh, oh, oh, so I pulled it. Sorry? When didn't Sky get rid of it or bin it off or something? I remember rightly. Yes. Well, they cut something else. Yeah. Yeah. Muramatsu against Harrington as well. That wasn't game. That wasn't a great game. Uh, that was in the pre- that was in the prelim round, to be fair. Tell you what wasn't a great game, actually. 2019 match play. Remember coming in, uh, and this probably didn't help the fact that I was hungover as anything after being out the first night. Not good. Let's not be honest about it. But Ratajski against Webster, round one, Sunday afternoon of the match play. Give me strength. That was tough. Yeah. Um, Mark says uh, about Ben Cheeseman. Did you? You obviously heard the Q school stories then. 
Uh, there's a few more, but we're not Adam's allowed to say fleet. them. Adam's fleet is certainly up there. That opening leg is probably one of the most watched oh, legs my. in the history of darts. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what as well. Mark's just come up with an absolute belter. You forget about this game. Thornton Wade from the Grand Prix. When they both did the double what? in nine darts. Oh, that when they was both did the double in nine darts. Yeah. That was brilliant. Yeah. Again, you forget things That's like that. this. Mm. Keep them coming, guys. Some great questions here. You've got, you've got a stick in. Uh, another um, one. Oh yeah, Jonathan Roberts talking about Roran French at the world at the '09 World Championships. That might be the game that I'm thinking of. That might be the game I'm thinking of. Good lord. Yeah, that was that was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Selby's one away. Someone uh, Jack says in the chat room. Lovely. Oh yeah, Warren French five, uh, Akiro Nag- Nagakawa three. Jesus, wet. That was poor. Yeah, wasn't great. Um, what else have we got um, in here? You guys have been on fire. Keep them coming. Um, George says, "What's your favourite checkout?" Oh, mine's easy. One, three, two. Easy. Correct. So good. Well, I, do you know Just what looks. though? I do quite like. I do quite like the. I do quite like the Paul Hinks shot. I do quite like the Paul Hinks as well. One, two, if you seven. go, if you go out on the ball, if you go out on double eight, I'm not really asked. But if you go out on the ball, I'm like, yeah, pretty decent. That the one, the one two seven in game. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Chris says My the against Barnard, one seven nineteen balls was a horrible watch. Oi. One seventy. That was lovely to win a match. Oh. Never screamed so loud in my life. A one fifty, <laughs> travel nineteen, travel nineteen, double eighteen. That's a much better route than starting on twenties. I'll, I'll fight anyone. And a one three two. The first time I ever did it, I was practicing with Kyle. I hit the first ball and I was like, "What on earth do I do now?" I didn't really know how to do the one three two. He goes, "Do it again." And then the one sixteen, I screamed like a little girl. <laughs> I, I, I've done it the other way. I've gone twenty five. 57 mm. and because the 25 was above it was just hit yeah. the, just hit it in it yeah um, yeah, did you so yeah that, that, well? what jeff mentions the 125 when you go ball 25 ball that is quite sexy as well to be fair i do like that's a very sexy shot yeah yeah it's a sexy shot um dad says what's your favorite ted hankey performance oi hank the, the count oi. What do you think I am? Uh, again, I touched on the Mason Adams game earlier. Spoiler alert: mm. Chris Mason wins, and then he played Hanky in the semi-final. And at the time, I think it was a record until Gary beat it. But mm. Hanky, it's something like it's twenty-two or twenty-three matches. It's one eighty, and it's ridiculous. Is that the year he won the title yeah. on the one seventy as well? He was yeah. Bloody unplayable that week. Yeah. Was it? I'll tell you what could have been. I'll tell you what could be a good game. Was the year when he made the slam, uh, when he beaten Taylor the year before, and then he lost to Beaton in the knockout stages and got absolutely slated by the crowd. The following year, he said he wouldn't qualify. If he could qualify for the slam, he wouldn't come back. And he beat MVG 10-9 with the crowd on his side. That, for me... That performance, for, certainly, because again, 
I don't really remember the count that well, but certainly that slam performance at the, uh, at, at the in 2011, I think it might have been, wasn't a bad game. Yeah. Yeah, it was un- unreal. Um, look, Ted Hagee's stage game was up there with the very best. Up there with the very best. As it's shown, when he went over to the PDC, his floor game wasn't great. But on that stage, absolutely unreal. Um, here's one for you as well. Obviously, I know we've touched on the, the match play a lot. Aside from the match play, because it's going to be the first big one back, what tournament are you looking forward to this year? Uh, championship finals. World Cup. Why? World Cup. Why? Minehead. Minehead. Grand Prix. The only, the only thing that needs to be said. Even if it is November, at the end of November, freezing cold as we walk into the famous arena, Butlin's Minehead for the Players' Championship Finals can not wait. World Cup. Yeah, no, nothing better. Grand Prix for me. I love really? Grand Prix. Yeah. The Grand Prix's not going to be in Ireland, though. Well, it means at the moment. Long term, we don't know. But I just love something different. I just love what it produces because it's different. Yeah, but the World, yeah, but the World Cup, Cup gets boring after round one. So after true. round one, the World Cup gets so boring. True. Yeah. The best thing about the World Cup is round one. And this year just gone, was it quarterfinals? Quarterfinals, didn't we get? Yeah. Was it they all went to the all doubles or went three the Yeah. Every yeah. every match went to the doubles. Yeah. I love it. So, it's the only only sport in the world as well where I'm not an England fan. Uh, Missy said around Darts News in English, is it true? Uh, uh, Without checking Darts Connect, Missy, I don't know. Uh, Darts Connect is the only place where I trust the stats. Chris says, best emergence from the past five years. Desi. Not even close. Like, he's come through yeah. Q School. He's come through Q School. He's made, he's won Pro Tour titles on the floor. He has made, made a number of PDC major finals. He's won two of them. Well, he won two of them in the majors. And then he won, won the World Championship. And then went to world number one. It's it's going price, and unfortunately, if you think the if you think there's a different answer, unfortunately, you are wrong. I don't make the rules; I just enforce Rob, them. Hang on, Rob Cost did exactly the same and won a match play, and has been deep in a Premier League. I'll oh, do me a favour, Gob. He's not been as consistent as Casey Price. He's not been consistent. At his peak, he was. He had an eighteen-month period exactly the same. At his peak. At his peak, he has fallen quickly. Yeah, at which point Gezi's at his peak now. He's fallen away. Gezi's been at his peak. Yeah, he has. Cross has fallen away. 
he's he's for Christ's sake. He's 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 when he, okay, so when the match play money comes off, then where's he going to be? I'm looking at the end current uh, tour card race, right? Right at the moment in time, Rob Cross is going to be world number twenty, bloody five. Yeah, be right. He went with a C game. That's what he normally does. <laughs> so you believe that Rob? Well, Cross, so you believe that Rob Cross is is a, is currently better than Gerwin Price? Or are you just trying to do that just because you don't no, like? Not currently at the minute, but the best emergence in terms of impact. Cross came out of absolutely nowhere. Won awards on his debut. Rob Cross and then won the second biggest title in the sport. Rob Cross has never won. There's never been that world number one. I'm going cross. You're wrong. <laughs> um, whilst we're on the subject of the Welsh players, Jonathan says, who's the best Welsh player um, ever? Hate to say Ooh. it, but it has to be Price. Um, uh, uh, I don't know just yeah. yet. I don't know just yet. Didn't we do this the other day? Didn't we do this with Chris Mason the other week? I'm sure this was brought up. You, re- you really want to say the Prince of Wales, don't you, Barzi? You really want to say the Prince of Wales. Yeah. I am. For longevity-wise, right now, Richie Burnett. If, but if Gessie Price wins another be. world title... If Gez, yeah, if Gez, he wins another world title. Yeah, if he, if he, if he win, yeah, if he wins when he wins another world title, not an if when he wins another world title, then yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, long term price will be. I'm not arguing that at, at all. Um, but right now for longevity, the Prince of Wales. Uh, Jack starts on Wednesday night Sky Sports. Uh, uh, right, uh, Daz has also said Last who's the referees five. this week. Yeah, yeah, last five minutes. The 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 Yeah, it's George. It's, it's not George. George I know that. Be, no, no, George, George is doing Kirk the and, uh, Kirk and Russ. Then might be. I know George is doing the last block. Good. I like. I've not seen Georgie Noble in over a year. I can't wait to see him. Um. I see him most days. <laughs> Ooh, well, I can't wait not to see him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, last five minutes or so, guys. Get your last ones in. I, I can't see the record of 180 stats from... The Super Series, by the way, but I can see the running total so far of 180s hit at in Pro Tours. Dirk van Dijvenberg is 25 180s ahead of his closest rival in terms of 180s hit over the Pro Tours this year so far. He's at 166 maximums. The next closest is Michael Smith on 141. Yeah, the stats will be there on Dark Connect, but you have to break it down and, and work it all out, which is why I wouldn't yeah. say it's a record until I until we've done the maths. 
Jonathan asks again, uh, uh, who are the best two referees? Easy for me, me. but I'll wait and see what the other two say. Well, right, for me, I, I, I think this is quite an easy one. Yep. Noble and Bevins. I agree. Correct. Absolutely correct. Me and John Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been a genuine pleasure, by the way, guys, to do the uh, to do it this week. Uh, I'll be honest with you; it's been a very, very long weekend driving back up from Devon uh, <laughs> and all that. But it's been great to be back with everybody. Uh, like just before we get going, uh, Carl, we will uh, you'll be our last question this evening, Carl in the chat room. Uh, but just to say before we get going, reminder what we've got for Premier League coming up. Uh, we've got uh, live bloggers always every night of the get action. So people are actually going out in particular here in the UK. So if you are going out, take us with you. We're going to be doing the live blog for you every night. Reports at the end of the day. Philip's going to be doing all the interviews on Zoom for you. They'll be available on YouTube. And we will be back with you every night of the Premier League for a podcast with the guys uh, from our incredible team as well that will join us. Plus... We're actually going to be doing a pod in person. And little secret, Sunday, we, we, we will be seeing each other. And it won't be virtually. And I can't bloody wait. To fair, we'll I'm answer two more questions. because there's, there's, there's a good question from Chris <laughs> as well. So we'll do... God completely forgot. I'm not a dates guy like you are. You're the most prepared man ever. You've got hotels booked for four years away and you're planning all these trips. And I'm like, what's going on tomorrow? Yeah. Um, so, Carl says, would you like to see some sort of darts return to Lakeside? Uh, this might be an unpopular opinion, but for me, no. It's done. It's run its course. It's an iconic venue. All new ventures, I would like to see, have their own identity stamped on them. Just me personally. There's only one place yeah, I would be no, happy for darts. It's the same as a tavern. That's the only place that I would happily have darts return. The tavern. I don't know. Look, I just think... Darts has outgrown those venues. The Lakeside was perfect for the video darts because you expect different from the crowd, if I'm being honest. In terms of PDC events, darts has outgrown Lakeside and darts has outgrown the tavern. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I wouldn't personally. Um, but let us know what you think in the chat room. Do you think they should, or would you like to see darts return to Lake side. The other, there's another good question here that I really like from Chris. Best player outside the UK and the Netherlands. Oh, that's a big shout. Um, ever or currently? Because ever for me, it's John Park. 
currently and ever. Ever? For me, it's John Park. Currently. currently. Dimitri. Currently, it's Dimitri. Mm. Got a couple. There's a serious shout for Simon Whitlock, by the way, just in terms of his, his longevity at the top. Perhaps not been a, a serial title winner as he should have, especially in the impact he made when he first came over, but he is certainly in the conversation. Part for winning three world titles cannot be shrugged off at all. Um, Honourable mentions currently for Jose, Dimi, um, and the Polish Eagle, Christoph Ratowski. Mm, yeah, I think Bob summed up quite well there. But I agree, Simon Whitlock cannot be underestimated in that shout for what he's done, longevity-wise. I completely agree with that. Um yeah, I think I think we've summed it up quite well, to be fair. Um, right, guys, we've waffled for an hour and 45 minutes. Unless one blistering question comes in while we are wrapping up, um, we're going to get ourselves ready to go. Premier League returns this week. Remember, at Online Darts, we will have everything covered, on, whether that's the website, YouTube, we have it all. So make sure you give us a subscribe now. And like we said, we have got an unbelievable giveaway at 10K. We are etching closer. The subscribers are going up every day. So make sure you're on board. Make sure. Because this is going to be absolutely epic. So make sure you get to 10K. If we can get there in the next week or so, then it will be there the competition will be placed out on display for you all to take part in. But I want to thank you all for it. It's been great. Chat room absolutely on fire, ladies and gentlemen. I've been Bill Bars, as always, been joined by Jarthi and Jack Cobby Garwood. We will see you all on Wednesday for the Premier League return. It's been emotional and we will see you all then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 